Hello, this is Russell from Tons of Evil, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight Podcast. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 206, and you're with your hypers, Conchu Ray. Hello, everyone. And uh, we have, as always, at the top of the week, uh, an idle chat episode. Uh, so this time, uh, I will be speaking with a, a special guest, um, <laughs> and we'll be on Moon Knight uh, team-ups, I guess non-Marvel team-ups, let's say that as DC, uh, we thought we'd just expand it a little, and joining me, we're returning to the show after, a, um, a, you know, a short break and, a, I don't know, um, forming his own podcast, <laughs> we, <laughs> yes. we have, uh, welcome back, Jack Russell. Give me a keg of beer. Moran, Russell, welcome back. Oh, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Uh, I am. I have returned. I have escaped the tomes of evil briefly. Yeah, I mean, like uh, you know, um, we'll get into that. I mean, for sure, because I, I'd really love to uh, for the listeners that, that don't know about tomes of evil to hear more about it. It's um, it's a new podcast, relatively new now. Like you've got a fair few episodes under your belt, so um, I c- can't call you young blood anymore. <laughs> um, um, but before that, a big thank you, of course, to our gracious Petrunis. So those listed as co-producers and executive producers on each of our episodes, uh, you too can become a Petrini as well. Go check out our Patreon page. More details towards the end of the show. Uh, a big thank you then to the likes of Daniel, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell, and Anthony. A big thanks, Russell, um, as well. You guys no really do help up, prop up the show. Uh, speaking of one of the Petrinis, uh, another one, Daniel doing, so Fringe Night, it's an indie uh, original indie comic based on Erie, Pennsylvania's very own mysterious superhero, um, and our other sponsors, Hello Headphones and Powering Gamers, to play at their best and Dreamland Comics, the superhero superstore. So, yeah, Russell, before we get into... Uh, there's a smattering, just a, a really small smattering of Moon Knight news. Um, yeah, Tomes of Evil. I just want to... I want all the listeners to know about this. Um, yeah, uh, how would you best describe it? I mean, I know it, but <laughs> um, for those that don't... Um... I guess uh, the best way to put it is that every episode we do a character spotlight on a different supervillain. It can be from Marvel, DC, Image, Valiant, Dark Horse. We're even going to start doing manga villains here yeah. soon. So, yeah. Uh, basically, we just take a character and we go through some of their best stories and that's that's pretty much it. Ray was kind yeah. enough to be the first ever guest. Yeah, it was we talked a... about the leader. The leader. I know it was a bit of uh, a bit of out of left field that one, but uh, you know, you gave me an opportunity, Russell, to uh, you know, the canvas was wide, you know, and it would been would have been obvious to have picked a Moon Knight or a Spider Woman or you know, a Superman villain. Um, wanted to go with something that was uh, one of my uh, you know you know closest 
superheroes, one dear to my heart, and one that's dear to yours as well. So, um, yes. yeah, the Incredible Hulk. So the leader was fun. Uh, but yeah, listeners, it's great. Jumped on. It's a heap of fun. You have all these um, these other shows as well within there, like um, Hobgoblin Historia, which is pretty cool. Um, weeds of Crime. Uh, I um, I don't know too much about the Shadow, but I, what's the correlation between weeds and and uh, and the Shadow? Um, so that was one of the shadow's many catchphrases. He would always say the weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Okay. Right. So that's, that's where that comes from. All right. I was trying to find weed and, and, and shadow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe, maybe the shadow likes, you know, some dope. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, for sure, definitely check it out. It will, they, these will be in the show notes as well. Uh, and any uh, big projects on the horizon, Russell, within terms of evil? Um, well, there's a, a couple. If I can highlight a couple, yeah. um, uh, we just started our summer of interviews, where I kind of oh, get yes. some uh, some. Uh, other content creators, some bigger names, I would say. Uh, we just talked to A Sound of Thunder, a yes. band that you and I both know. Um, we talked about Master Dark, and uh, they did a whole concept album on Shadow Man, and mm. it was great. Um, I'll be talking to JMD Mateus next month. I'll Fantastic. be talking to uh, DG Chichester. Cool. Uh and I, uh, I've kind of got some others in the works, um, but other than that, yeah, we're uh, we're building towards um, our first milestone, which would be episode twenty-five. Mm-hmm. And um, for each of the milestones, I kind of want to do a you know a big yes. villain, huge villain. So number twenty-five is going to be Magneto. Oh yes. So uh, the biggie. Um, uh, yeah, but that's cool. Yes. I, I know you're saving some of these. Big ticket villains. I mean, they're coming up in the fifty. I'm assuming in the hundred, mm-hmm. uh, twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Good start with old old uh, old Maggie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think number. Uh, I think number fifty and seventy-five are going to appeal to you a lot uh, more, Ray. Fantastic. Uh, oh, and uh, how could I forget that we're doing Moon Knight Villain Mania this yes. summer? Yes, of course, <laughs> to coincide with the release of, um, I guess the the new series by Jim McKay. And Alessandro Capuccio. Um, yes. So that kind of ties into as well. So, of course, loonies, be sure to check that out. We will uh, plug it when it does hit, um, when, Russell, you, you, you kick off that um, Moon Knight Mania. But that does, does tie into a little bit of white noise, a bit of news. Um, and, Russell, apologies in the prompt sheet. I haven't got them, <laughs> haven't got them there in the prompt sheet. Mm-hmm. But I know a few variants and stuff were released uh, showing a bit more artwork for the Moon Knight covers. Uh, had you had you managed to catch up on them? Or? I uh, I saw one of them. Yeah. Uh, it's like close-up of Mark's face, and it looks like his mask is torn. Yeah, that was issue yeah, two. that one's great. That looks yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if that is a variant, or it might indeed be the regular cover for issue two, but that looks really good. The colors are great. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah. he's actually... He's got a crescent dart in between his teeth. I don't know if you noticed that. He's oh, got, no, I didn't notice. Yeah, no. he's biting down on it, and uh, and something's happening. There's some sort of green yeah. energy or something yeah. coming out of his eye. So that's really cool. The other one I saw, um, I, th- I think Orion from our Discord server, uh, he dropped in a, a Peach Momoko uh, variant. Um, mm-hmm. So that looks pretty cool. I mean, very 
uh, uh, stylized. Of, stylized, yeah. I would say yeah. Like, it's very, very much Peach Momoko. Um, yeah, her it, her stuff's great. It is good. It, you know, it it's yeah. very unique. Mm, yeah, so uh, she seems to be a bit of hot property at the moment at Marvel. Uh, so uh, for you loonies, of course, that want to collect everything, be sure to pick up all these variants. Um, we'll, we'll chuck them up in the group and in the um, the page just to make sure that you know what's coming out. Um, but apart I from... I think... Uh, oh, go ahead. No, sorry. sorry. No, no, sorry. sorry Russell. Um, I was just going to say, I think they... That... I can't remember if it was an interview with Jed, perhaps, but I think they gave some yes. insight into yes. into a new a new villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they said there was to be a. I know he's hunting a vampire, but yes. I t- heard something about a cult leader too. Okay. Uh, right, um, you... I, sh- I didn't I didn't read very far into it, but. Yep. Oh, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I should have. um, I did glance upon that article as well. So there is more information. Sorry, Loonies. Again, it will be in the show notes. It's an interview with Jed McKay. You're right. Um, And it does talk about that new villain. There's actually also even more preview art. Uh, I think uh, Capuccio has released, I think, on either Twitter or Instagram, a page or two from the comics. So you do get to see there are no word balloons because I guess it's, uh, you know, he's only only got access to the the pre-published stuff. But um, it's essentially Moon Knight uh, attacking what seems to be a vampire driving a car or a van. Um, looks pretty cool, all black and white. Um, so, again, I mean, I'm always just careful, Russell, of uh, spoiling stuff. I don't want to spoil stuff right. for, for loonies. But I might um, I might somehow try and put it up again in the post, in the group um, chats and stuff, uh, if, you, if you want to have a look. Um, so yeah, yeah, so yeah, so a bit more smatterings of uh, of the Moon Knight um, uh, series, which is coming out in July. Still a while away, but at least we're getting some stuff, so that's good. Hey everyone, this is Brian, the host of Inner Demons, the Ghost Rider podcast. And since 2017, Inner Demons has been the best place on the web for news, reviews, and regular discussion with our listeners about Marvel's Spirit of Vengeance, Ghost Rider. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many other podcast catchers, as well as on Twitter, at InnerDemonsGR. Remember, listening to your Inner Demons is not always a bad thing. Ride on. Hi, this is Declan Chalvey, uh, artist, former artist of Moon Knight, and you're listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. Anyway, Russell, let's let's uh, dive into your. Uh, so we are talking about. At first, I thought it was villains, like like um, just exclusive villains, but we're talking about team ups, right? Just um, yes, yeah. And originally, it was DC team ups. So we expanded a bit. Um, I've thought like I don't know how many you've got. I thought maybe top five we can go throughout, mm-hmm. um, and so this will be fun. So listeners, we did something similar with fantasy team ups with Moon Knight. Now, who we want to see Moon Knight team up with uh, previously with Justin the Owl. Uh, so that was a lot of fun. Very much um, Marvel based. 
Uh, so now we've, we're free-forming a bit here, Russell, expanding our minds. I'll let you kick off first then, because uh, I haven't, I've, got, I've got no visibility here on your choices, so this is cool. I know, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about coming in at number five? Who would you um, like to see team up with Moon Knight? I'm going to do a, uh, a lesser-known uh, DC character. I'm going to say Ragman. Ah, uh, yes. R- Ragman, in a lot of ways, uh, reminds me of Moon Knight. Um, they're both um, veterans, in a way. Um, they're both uh, Jewish, mm-hmm. and they both have cloaks and capes and... <laughs> Um, they have a tinge of the supernatural to them, Ragman more so than Moon Knight, but um, yeah, I think that'd be a cool team up. I think that would be great as well. I did get, I think it was issue one, there was a recent Ragman series a couple of years ago. Was that good or was that bad, was it? Uh, I, I'm not going to say it was bad, it was just really different. Like, oh, okay. they really went they really went full force into the horror kind okay. of aspects of it. Did they miss, um, miss a lot of uh, his touchstone um, points, do they? Or? I, I mean, it was, <laughs> it was just different. That's all okay. I can say. Yeah. Like, um, like, in pre-crisis continuity, Ragman wasn't Jewish, and he wasn't supernatural. He right. was just kind of this guy wearing rags. But uh, post-crisis in the 90s, they did like an eight-issue limited series mm-hmm. where it kind of you know reintroduced him and i think that's that's quintessential and he would go on to be a part of a group called shadow pact oh um, which is kind of like justice league dark mini <laughs> okay. but uh um yeah and unfortunately the only thing on dc universe infinite is that that new series so right. they don't have any of the old ragman i think ah. they have shadow pact on there but they don't have the solo stuff. Thankfully, I have it all in floppies. But yeah. Oh wow! Nice. So you are a bit of a Ragman fan. Well, I mean, I'm I, I I want to be more of a Ragman fan. I actually haven't read that much. Yeah. But you know, it's there. I have it, so if I yeah. can. I started reading some before we talked, just so I could have a little bit in my head when we were talking about Mooney. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I similar kind of to you. I I wanted to like him as well. I mean that's why I kind of checked out that issue one. And look, I didn't think it was bad or anything like that. But at the same time, uh, it didn't really stand out as much um, for me. It did seem I did see the comparisons like with Moon Knight. Uh, I guess that's partially why I, I was attracted to trying to to see if it was any, any good or not. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean it, with a slew of titles out there, it, it didn't actually you know, prompt me enough to go, okay, I'm going to get issue two and three, check it out. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, he's certainly an interesting character. I saw him, uh, pop up again. God, where was it? it um, it might've been, yeah, at the back of some of these future state, um, okay. issues. And it was focusing on the magical supernatural characters like Constantine. It had Ra- yeah. Ragman in that was pretty awesome. Like he, he looked pretty, okay. um, He's a bit more. He had a bit more, um, you know, grizzle to him and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. from what I remembered from issue one, which was a little bit, yeah, I mean, I mean, not terrible. But it was a little bit tame in that comparison. Where you know he could be quite a. It looks like he could be quite a frightening character. I mean, a guy, mm-hmm. you know, dressed up 
looking a bit disheveled, <laughs> disheveled and all. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's bas- how, how do you see him mix with Mooney then? Like, how do you see their dynamics work? Well, I think, like, I don't know. I feel like they could get along. Like, you know, in most of Moon Knight's team-ups, he's kind of at odds with the person he's teaming up with. Mm. But these two have so much in common that they'll either be best of friends of worst of, or worst of enemies. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, and, you know, I mean, they both vigilantes. They both, you know... Like like I said, very similar aesthetics, very similar upbringings. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it would almost be like not a Batman and Robin because that wouldn't fit, but it would be. Oh, there's the one. Yeah, there's the one. I'll, 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 I've tagged that one. Don't worry. <laughs> we we forgot to mention that we're we both alluded from putting him on our list. Oh yeah, given. He's, he's, yeah, matches Malone is not on the list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but, I, I, think, uh, I think you mentioned because it's too obvious. So we thought, we'd, yes, let's yes. let's get rid of that. And uh, uh, we know uh, after your guest spot on Capes and Lunatics <laughs> that you love him. <laughs> <laughs> so we do. No, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, I just feel like they have a good dynamic together. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, they're similar. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, no, that's fair. Go enough. kick some butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, th- when I was going through my five as well. <clears throat> there are some some characters uh, that I was thinking of that I was thinking, yeah, they they really don't fit at all. Like they're, they're absolutely chalk and cheese. I can't see how there's any common thread with Ragman and, and Moon Knight. There certainly there certainly is. Like say for instance, like one of my favorite characters, Russell, and I was trying to edge it in there was um, I was thinking Moon Knight and maybe uh, are you familiar with Sola Man of the Atom um, yeah 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 um, love love his stuff um, but I just couldn't in my head head kind of make them work together I just I had no idea yeah. how they would work so so yeah for sure certain characters will work together um, I can see that with Ragman for sure um, okay my number five if I if I kicked off on that would be um, I picked Spawn like a, a pretty big Ooh. one um, and <laughs> And what I've just mentioned about compatibility now, like you could argue, I mean, Spawn's like a massively powered, um, you know, uh, but there's actually a lot of common threads as well with him and and Mark Spector. I'm, I'm thinking mainly uh, his background as a, as a soldier mm-hmm. of fortune, um, and then there's this thing I think we're touching with um, with faith. Now it's funny they're both in a similar vein in the fact that. Um, Mark is always kind of at odds with Conchu, you know, you know, and this idea. Um, similar to how Spawn is, like, he's dealing with the devil and, and you know, mm-hmm. angels and stuff. And, uh, and of course, he doesn't play, um, you know, politely with them, you know, most of the time as well. So, so um, I think they both kind of come from that idea of um, being a little bit rebellious against um, yeah. the authority that is kind of mm-hmm. above them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I reckon that'll be great. Um, and they're both, I mean, they're both quite vicious. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I reckon they'll be really good together. I don't know. What do you reckon? Yeah, I, I, I like that team up. You know, they have a villain that is, they both each have a villain that are very similar aesthetically. Ah. Uh, Bushman and um, the Chapel. Oh, Ch- oh, Chapel. Oh, I forgot about Chapel. Yeah, yeah. Isn't, wasn't Chapel, Which... wasn't he part of Youngblood as well? He he was, but he yeah. started out as a spawn villain, I think. Oh um, right. Um 
yeah. But um, but yeah, I could totally see a storyline where Malbolgia or the clown, the violator, is like, <clears throat> you know, kind of working with Bushman or, mm-hmm. you know, kind of giving them, maybe they're giving him some demonic power and... yeah. Moon Knight needs a little backup, so he gets spawned. So, well, I mean, you even have to—you don't have to look that far to the age of Conchu as well. There was uh, Conchu and Mephisto, kind Mm -hmm. of um, at loggerheads. So, yeah, for sure, Malvolia. I just like that whole dark aspect of Spawn as well. Very much Mm kind of in that same corner as the, and I want to call it out the the 2006 Moon Knight because. Um, again, I'd, I'd like to remind maybe newer listeners to Moon Knight that um, he's not, he hasn't always been, well, Moon Knight hasn't always been the dark and gritty type, which a lot of people right. s- seem to like, you know, and they, and I'm going to bring this up again, you know, people saying, oh, look, the, t- the TV show should be R-rated, he's hyper-violent, or, he, he, he isn't really, I mean, he, um, he has more recently been. Um, but if you look at the character as a whole, he hasn't been. So um, anyway, just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, I I like that dark gritty like mm-hmm. that Finch Finch run is one of my favorites. But yep. um, I love the Minch stuff too. Yeah. Like because I mean that stuff was dark, but it wasn't overtly violent. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, I am kind of thinking back to like Hulk magazine with like Hatchet Man and stuff. That stuff was pretty yep. gr- violent but um axes in the back <laughs> oh i don't know how marlene survived that oh, one, no, but you know, know but uh, uh yeah, yeah yeah you're totally right like moon knight and you know at the same time falcon and winter soldier had some violent stuff it did so too. yeah so that could um yeah. you know if if it, that's things to come yep. with disney plus series then yeah they could definitely push the the boundaries a little bit yeah absolutely i mean and even uh insinuate stuff i mean like there's that that obvious one um spoilers i mean unless you haven't seen it ready sorry um u.s agent with the shield you know that that mm-hmm. scene um that was mm-hmm. kind of tastefully done um so you can yeah. kind of understand what that was gonna you know it wasn't it wasn't your netflix daredevil with kingpin and the the guy yeah. in the car, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm also thinking about that Sharon Carter fight scene. Oh yeah, uh, awesome. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I'd love yeah. that scene. She she did so well in that. And however they transitioned the stunt person with her, or mm-hmm. if indeed she did most of it, it was really good, really seamless. Um, yep. How about your number four then, Russell? Uh Shout out to uh, our mutual friend Justin the Owl Osgood. This is his favorite character. Oh, oh. I, I am choosing Doctor Fate. Fate. I was better. Yeah. Wow. Uh, That's cool. I'm choosing Doctor Fate because of the Egyptian connection. Right. Yeah. So um, we. Sorry, Russell. For for the lay person such as myself, um, and maybe some listeners, uh, Doctor Fate. Yeah. Sorry. A quick background on him. Um, well, Dr. Fate, there's been, you know, a few different Dr. Fates throughout the history, but, um, basically, um, there's this ancient being called Nabu, mm-hmm. and, uh, he works for the Lords of Order, uh, which, um, they, they're in Egypt, and they bestow upon, um, 
whoever is the current Doctor Fate when this happens, they uh, helmet of fate, which basically imbues him with the powers of Nobu and the Lords of Order, and they fight the Lords of Chaos. So there's lots of Egyptian imagery with like onks and stuff. Oh, so nice. it makes me think of Fist of Khonshu a lot, but you know he's quite powerful, right? Like the, the, oh, this, the one, Nobu. Okay, right. One of one of the most powerful DC characters, I would imagine. Cool. And again, like I would. Sorry, I was going to say, uh, no offense to uh, Connor out there, but I would put Doctor Fate against Superman. And oh. I would think I think it would be pretty close. Well, that's so, whole like the magic element, right? Which yeah, Superman's right. kind of oh, okay. Wow, he's not he's he's not necessarily weak to it, but he I mean can be hurt by it. So yeah, yeah, because because it's technically like a different. I guess it comes from a different dimension, so it's not yeah. part of our world, so right. it can hurt him. So wow, yeah. Well, again, yeah. I, I've, I've touched upon Dr. Fate in those backup stories in Future State, and he does seem pretty cool. He came at the end like it was like a big reveal, like Dr. Fate was behind all this sort of stuff. Um, but, yeah, he certainly, I love the aesthetic as well. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah. you, can't, you can't go wrong, I guess, with that ties with the Egyptian. I mean, you can have so much fun with that angle of Moon Knight and, and Dr. Fate, um, which I think they should really explore more. Like, again, I'm going to harp on about, you know, the gods and myths and stuff. I'd love to see more of that. Um, we kind of got it with Age of Conchu, but not really. It was that was more of a devil kind of thing. And um, yeah. I, I want to see other gods in there. I want to see uh, Anubis, Osiris, you know, Horus, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, I mean, we we've gotten set a bunch, but uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Actually, and I've been rereading because uh, Capes and Lunatics been rereading the Atlantis attacks. And um, I loved, yeah, bring more, bring, bring more set in. Um, it, it seems such a force. So yeah, I, I sent some feedback in there for that one this morning, and I think you and I, because you sent feedback yeah. too, yeah, and we hundred percent agree that what the hell was Rob Liefeld doing? Oh, <laughs> it's so weird though, isn't it? I mean, because uh, you know, my mind casts back to the nineties when I was a, a young whippersnapper, and uh, under the thrall of of Jim Lee and Rob Liefeld and all that. And then going back to it now, what reading it, looking at it, it's like, man, it's he's not top, he's not top tier like for me. Like, no. anymore, like, I would I would say I thought his abomination looked great. His, like oh, I I reckon his, the abomination on the cover looked even better. Um, but, oh yeah, well that was that, that was John Byrne yeah, on yeah, the cover. Burns, so, yeah, Burns, yeah, um, he's but, uh, Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah, the abomination was um, was okay. It was good. It just it it kind of lacks his artwork lacks um, fluidity like. The figures always mm. look rigid. I don't know why, but yeah, and and it's, I it's ugly. <laughs> it's ugly. <laughs> and I happen to look, at, keep on looking at it, the feet, going, oh, he's drawn feet mm-hmm. there, he's drawn feet there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, there was a, there was one panel that they that they brought up on the show. It's, it's She Hulk. She's throwing that uh, tankard mm-hmm. or that at the abomination, and. The abomination is like twisted all around. It's like a booty shot of the abomination, <laughs> and he looks so weird. I'm gonna so have it's to. Just, I'm gonna have yeah. to critique that art again. I'm gonna reread it and critique it again. But I mean, the, the story was great. I loved the idea with Set. I liked um, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Such a force. It's so cool. Um, 
And uh, Tyrannus was in there. How often do you see Tyrannus like in a story? He was like mostly a Hulk villain, like w- way back in the day. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so... it was um, it was good, and I really loved uh, She Hulk. Um, mm. Every time I see her now, like, guess so, I mean, I'm reading older comics as well, but it's so she's so refreshing. I don't know, she's just um, there's not enough. Uh, I'm gonna have you read the Sensational She Hulk, the that run. Uh, bits John and Burnham. pieces of okay. yeah, bits and pieces. Like I want to go back and read because I know that's a classic run. I know Dan Slott did a good run. I know yes, yeah. um, Charles, Charles Soul. Soul. Yeah, yeah. Charles, I love Charles Soul's writing. So yeah, I haven't I haven't read that Sherlock one. I've read the Dan Slott one, which I I think is awesome. Um, but yeah, yeah. That's uh, anyway. We're, we're getting a little bit sidetracked. We <laughs> sidetracked. are, but yeah. But it's all good. It's all good. Uh, yeah. So that was that. Sorry, listeners. We we're talking about an amazing Spider-Man annual annual twenty-three. Twenty-three was it? Okay, well, I knew it was. I knew it was a high annual number. Um, but yeah, that was one of the Atlantis attacks. Um, but anyway, tying it into set (laughs) (laughs) um so my number four i've gone look i've tried to go a little try to go a little bit different and uh as many people know i'm not that um you know well versed in dc so i had to plunder elsewhere um i I picked grendel um uh god i forget wagner's matt is it matt wagner matt 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 wagner's grendel um, I get it mixed up with Ron Wagner, very cool Punisher artist um, back in the day. But Matt Wagner's Grendel, uh, really cool. I think again, kind of a dark edge. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm sticking to that theme. Um, <laughs> but with Grendel, for those that don't know, it's it's kind of like uh, you're an avatar as well. Um, so you can take on the moniker of Grendel, um, kind of embody this spirit, um, and it's very ambiguous. And and I like it similar to how Mensch portrayed Moon Knight mm-hmm. being very ambiguous, like, as a superhero. I mean, again, if you strip away his costume, what is he? Like, you know, he's just a normal dude. But he happens to be elevated to, to superhero status because he, he can't be beat. Um, similar with Grendel. He, uh, they, the, the defining feature is um, this really cool kind of eye um, pattern, uh, which mm-hmm. people either apply on makeup or put a mask on. Uh, started out with uh, Hunter Rose, I think is the guy's name, um, at the very beginning, uh, but it, it goes through, it spans centuries and stuff, and, and there have been many, many stories told about Grendel. Uh, one of my favourites was, um, actually, Grendel embodied a community, so it wasn't just one person. Um, oh. It seemed to, it's kind of weird, it's kind of, almost like a mist, or the spirit seemed to just like... Uh, possess the whole the whole community and that was really cool uh it ended up being just really good storytelling really good drama and action but i think with moon knight it would be cool because um here we've got two uh two figures that you could argue aren't totally in control of themselves you know what i mean and and again serving an, another purpose serving someone else um serving something else um, and so, yeah, again, Grendel's kind of very street level as well. There's nothing too fantastic about the powers. They just happen to be agile and, and a little bit stronger. Um, but, yeah, I think that'd be, be pretty cool. Have you read many uh, many Grendel issues? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Okay. Oh, highly recommended. <laughs> uh, I've, yeah. I've only seen him in, like, ads. Okay. Like, uh, flipping <laughs> through a comic, and there he is. Uh not to bring him up again, but uh, Grendel has had a crossover with The Shadow. Yes, yes, so, yes. Um, 
I haven't even read that, but uh, I'm sure we'll get to it eventually on the weeds (laughs) of crime. But uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he he always looked cool. Mm. He kind of has a um, like a Deathstroke, Deadpool kind of look, Mm. Um, but he's mostly black, and um, yeah, he's cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was just gonna say, seems to be named after the uh, Beowulf. Yes. yeah. Well, that that's kind of what got, when I was uh, when I got into Grendel, kind of got me to oh, his name, checked out Beowulf, read Beowulf, got into that whole kind of myth, which is really cool as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did uh, you ever is, see the movie? The, yes, uh, yes, uh, the the uh, animated. That, yeah, I thought that was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I liked yeah, it yeah. had Angelina Jolie from memory. She was mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. That I, was I can't remember who played Beowulf, but I can see him, but I don't remember who played him. It's been a while. But, uh, I, I can't remember as well. I remember being shocked by, I guess the vi- the graphic violence in it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. expecting that at all. Um, but <laughs> you know, it was a kind of a pleasant surprise, if I can say. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, and and the crossover with the shadow. I think that was Hunter Rose. I think that was the original OG Grendel. Okay. Um, he was a bit more dapper. Uh, he he, he mm. um, actually had the mask, but it was really cool. I think he wore like a suit and stuff, so it was a bit, bit um, more Mister Knight kind of thing. Um, yeah. Uh, whereas I read actually more of the latter stuff, which spanned like centuries into the future sci-fi, and there was this uh, Grendel, Grendel Prime. Uh, it was off planet and stuff. It was really, um, yeah, really bonkers. But uh, <laughs> um, sounds really... like Jason X or. Uh... <laughs> oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, um, what's that? What's his, wow, Friday Thirteenth, right? Is that? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. crazy stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> well, how about your number? Your number three, Russell. Okay, so just just beforehand, these two are on totally different power levels. Okay. <laughs> much like much like Doctor Fate was, okay. but um, this is somebody that I kind of introduced you to. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes, we're yes. Ta- I was thinking about that actually. We're yeah. talking about the Spectre. Yeah, the Spectre. But see, um, sorry, go on. I was just gonna say I I I really picked them because, um, well, aesthetically they're similar. Mm-hmm. Um, I would venture to say that maybe even Mark Spectre got his name from the Spectre. <laughs> we won't know. Maybe, maybe we should act. Ask Doug, Doug Minch about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's also this moral ambiguity to both of them. And um, they're also both avatars. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Jim Corrigan is the wrath, or in some cases, the wraith of God. And, you know, <clears throat> Mark is the avatar of Conchu, obviously. Mm-hmm. So. I think you could come up with a unique story, maybe not even like a maybe a what if or a Elseworlds type thing. Yeah, like wouldn't it be interesting if instead of Conchu, what if what if Mark Spector was the Spectre? Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I think I mean, despite what I said earlier about, but regardless of power set, these I can see these working, and not just because of the aesthetic and stuff, but exactly as you say, there's. Um, they're both they're both avatars of, of vengeance, um, basically, mm-hmm. um, and it doesn't matter that you know the Spectre 
you know, can can fight on a massive scale compared to like Mark Spector. But I think that would be really cool. Different stories, as you say, Elseworlds or similar to Serpent Moor, you get Conchu giving Mark a bit more of a sliver of the moon, the power of the moon, and, you know, maybe he can be elevated towards that Spectre level. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, that sort of stuff. <laughs> well, actually, well, I, I don't know. The Spectre does look pretty powerful. Um, <laughs> but, you know, if you, you know, Serpent Moor, Mark... Um, he kind of was pretty, pretty oh, big, yeah. big ticket there as well. Um, but again, you don't have to have them level like with with power to make it work. And and I think right. character and personality, they they would work well together. Um, so yeah, definitely. Uh, from what I've read, um, which you have been so generous to give me that first trade of um, the Spectre, uh, Corrigan is such a such a complicated character. Um, you you know, you can see his heart's in the right place, but there are bits and pieces where it's like he switches off his emotional side or, or rational side, um, all mm-hmm. for the all for the betterment of of serving that purpose. And um, yeah, I, I can see that working against Mark as well. Yeah, he's he struggles with that for most of that um, Ostrander run. Yeah, um, it gets even worse uh, after what happens at the end of that first trade with, um, you know, losing the woman he loves spoilers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, damn you as modus. As modus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so good. Yeah. I, I'm really like they, he hasn't been used since that. That's crazy. As, well, it's crazy. He, he came back one more time in that run for like their big confrontation mm-hmm. and then never again. So that's crazy. Yeah. 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 But definitely worth reading again, and um, yeah, listeners, uh, I would highly recommend it. Ostrander's run, and uh, I'm going to butcher the guys. Is it Drake or Mandrake? Um, the Tom, Tom Tom Mandrake. Mandrake, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. really good art. Um, very gruesome stuff. Like, my gosh, it's and just max extravagant, extravagant. Yes. You know, yeah. like. It's, it's crazy. It's a nice mix of like almost like Doctor Strange esque just weirdness. Um, and cosmic mm-hmm. weirdness, and then you get that real, yeah. the real kind of gritty street level, you know, guy pinned to the wall, like just impaled and stuff. Um, you know, yeah, that, it's, that sort it's of very stuff. pulpy. Yeah, it's yeah. very pulpy. Like because you know he is a he's a detective from the forties. Yeah. yeah, but then he's also this super powered godlike being yeah. and. Oh man, he's got a temper. <laughs> yeah, he does have a temper as well, doesn't he? But I, I can see yeah. him like a Mister Knight working with him as well, and and the likes of Detective Flint, you know, all of them kind of hovering mm-hmm. around each other. So, yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Um, my number three again, uh, sticking. I with, love this. <laughs> sticking with the nineties. <laughs> uh, so I've got I've gone Dark Horse again, and I picked the mask. Um, I think the mask is so cool. It's such a versatile. Um, I guess tool for for storytelling and stuff and uh, and again for those that don't know and and are unfamiliar say with the Jim Carrey '90s movie with Cameron Diaz I think she was in there as well yeah um, her first film yeah oh her first film jeez mm-hmm. um, it's basically it's literally a mask um, that that you you kind of wear and it gets stuck on your face um, it changes you it brings out stuff in you um, you become literally I think unkillable with it. Uh, and yeah. Uh, anyway, I think this is a, a a fantastic opportunity for for Moon Knight to actually again explore his 
inner dealings, his, his mental issues, um, and what, say, Mark Spector stumbles on the mask and it, it, it goes, you know, it, it kind of transforms him. He then has the power to maybe go up against Konshu. Um, it will bring stuff out, like his personalities. Um, there'll be a lot of inner, inner turmoil, I reckon, as well. And then you'd have him amped up. You'd have him souped up as a as a, <laughs> a pretty powerful thing. Uh, apart from that as well, you could have Mark stumble on someone who's got the mask. And, yeah, I think that would work as well. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people don't realize that the mass comics are very very different than that they movie. Are. Yes, yeah. um, much more violent, much more. He's less of a hero. I'd say he's like borderline of a villain in some cases, yeah. but um, in your territory, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I, that movie was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, I <clears throat> still love that movie. It um, is a cool movie. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I like the comics. I think they're pretty, like I said, they're very violent. They're mm. nutty. Yeah, so um, you get some good artwork as well, like um, in the in the old comics. So, um, mm-hmm. and look, just going back to the to Hollywood and and the thing, I think Jim Carrey was perfectly cast. Like his malleable face, um, yes. despite the makeup, like he he did all of that, you know, himself and those different expressions. Um, fantastic. It's it's a bit of a, it's just a fun film. I mean, like loonies, if you want to go and watch Gone with the Winds, you know, don't don't expect that. <laughs> don't expect that from the mask, you know. Um, that's that's DJ Nick's territory. DJ Nick <laughs> oh, yeah, has yeah. got that Oscar podcast. Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think you'll get the mask on there as one of the uh, gold standards, but it is fun. I don't. Like. He he could do it on uh, yeah. Happiness and darkness. I don't know if he's done that yet. I don't think he has. No, no. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, we should hit him up. Hit him up. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I just incidentally, cool. Russell. I I am jumping on there next week. Ooh. You you won't believe what I'm going to go for. Oh, okay. Uh, no, yes, you would. Yes, you would actually. <laughs> um, I picked the predator. So. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, How dare you? No, I, I, I was, I've been skirting around that for ages, like, because Nick's saying, look, at first he couldn't, um, like, it was just all comic book based and stuff, and then he's opened it up to now, like, um, you know, inspired by comics and, and such. So, <coughs> um, you know, Aliens, Robocop and all that, and it was like Predator just, like, staring me straight in the face. Like, I, I, it's like I've got to do it. Um, so, look, I... Yeah. I yeah, know that know that film back to front. So um, yeah, but I and I like I like Predator two just as much. So maybe yeah. yes, maybe Nick Nick will let me do Predator two. Yes, on there. Yeah, but um, I I just I when I hear Predator now, Ray, I just get so sad. I know you and you and I were supposed to do something yes. real special with I the know. Predator. And... I even I looked up all that news about the legalities of it all and can't believe it, but um. Look, the, the best case scenario is that Marvel do get it, but it's up only until January 2023. That's from my understanding, um, because the Thomas brothers are, are keen to. Well, if they're gonna if they're gonna take the property, do something with it. I hope they do something well with it. So um, I hope they make a lot of money from it because it is their prop. You know, it is technically their creation. Um, but you know, I hope it doesn't stifle any stories for for us the fans. That's that's all I'm hoping for. Right. Yeah. It's a it's a double edged sword. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With that, because 
you, you want the creators to, you know, benefit yeah. from their creation. Absolutely. But we also want to benefit, yeah. you know, in a selfish way, we want to benefit from... Yeah. Well, yeah. every everyone, it's a win-win. Everyone can win as long as yeah. they they produce something, you know? Um, I'm, still, I'm still expecting, like, Disney to just throw a bunch of money at them and yeah. just be like, just, just hush. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. we all joke about it, but it's probably true. They probably can do that and... You know, they they slide something across the table, and the Thomas brothers go, "Holy shit!" Oh, okay, well, yeah. let's, let's do it then. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, <clears throat> Russell, let's let's head towards your number two. Um, who would who would you team up with, Moon Knight? Well, Ray, who knows what evil lurks in the ah, ha, ha, Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, the the shadow knows. Yes. Um, very uh, very suitable. Yeah. Yes, they have so many similarities. Um, I I mentioned this I think the last time I was on mm-hmm. Into the Night is that um, the Minch run of Moon Knight works very similar to the Shadow in that he has all these agents mm-hmm. like you know um, Mark has Marlene, he has Frenchy, he has um, Ray, he has um, uh, Crawley. You know, yep. the list goes on and on. Well, the Shadow has all these agents, too. He's got Margot Lane. He's got Shrebby. He's got um, okay. Burbank. Harry Vincent. Um, so, yeah, they uh, they definitely have those similarities. They're both, you know, creatures of the night, yeah. uh, vigilantes. And they're both not above killing, that's for sure. Um, oh, I didn't know that about the Shadow. Oh yes, the shadow. Uh, I mean, he his weapons of choice oh. are two guns. Oh, so, fair enough. Yeah, but um, uh, yeah, I think they'd make for interesting, uh, maybe kind of frenemies a little bit because yeah. <clears throat> you know w- would the shadow necessarily you know agree with Mark and what he's doing or how he's doing it? It's kind of like. It's like Spider Man and the Punisher a little bit, you know. Ah. They're on the same side, but yep. what is the Punisher? He's he's doing bad things to these bad people. Yeah. But um and also, I mean, Moon Knight kinda fought a villainous version of that with the Shadow Cabinet a little bit. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> but, right. I, uh, I remember the the comparisons you were making, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, I think they um you know, the Shadow has had crossovers with that other guy you know (laughs) and uh you know i bring this up every time i have the opportunity is that other guy wouldn't exist without the shadow but at the same time the shadow wouldn't exist without sherlock holmes so of course you can can go all the way you just keep going further back yeah um but yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, hopefully, when people listen to Weeds of Crime, they'll be able to see that, oh yeah, they, he would be a good uh, team-up for Moon Knight. Uh, the Shadow also has ambiguous powers. Yeah, I was about um, to ask, what, what what does he do? Sometimes, sometimes he's just straight up a dude. Okay. You know, a very smart detective who, uh, he's almost never wrong. That's kind of his thing is that he is like, he's like, he's like Sherlock Holmes. Yes. But um, uh, with the radio show and the Alec Baldwin movie, they mm-hmm. kind of combined 
the vigilante detective with um they say that the shadow can cloud men's minds okay so where he, that sounds familiar he can he can turn invisible oh. he can like he hypnotize people what? he's very he he can be very powerful but i think it's best when it's used kind of ambiguously yeah so this this thing about clouding people's minds, so he doesn't literally disappear. It's like he he's it's an illusion to people, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Awesome. Well, the uh, the creator of the shadow, Walter Gibson, he was a magician by trade. Oh, okay. Um, and he was, you know, he worked under Harry Houdini. Um, right. So he took those ideas and he combined it with Sherlock Holmes and uh, Bela Lugosi's portrayal of. Dr- Dracula, right, and basically mushed them all together, and we got the shadow. But oh, nice, um, yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, I was mentioning it to Connor that the shadow actually has a similar origin to um, Danny Rand a little bit. Oh wow! Um, because uh, studying it in the in the mountains. Or... Yeah, like yeah. Um, the shadow was a man named Kent Allard who his his he was a fighter pilot in World War One, and he crash in i think tibet okay and he he learned under this you know this master who taught him how to do all this stuff mm. so yeah i oh, mean that's okay. a typical trope but it is very similar to iron fist in a lot of ways yeah with iron fist um twisting that a little by having danny's mother eaten by wolves i mean i think that's the only <laughs> that's the only yeah. time i've heard that written but um, yeah it's very different yeah. <laughs> very memorable um, no, I can see that as well, the Shadow, for sure. Um, they're both kind of lone wolves, aren't they? Um, funnily enough, having said that, but with their own network, as you said, yeah. of, um, of support. Um, but essentially, you know, they, they kind of want to do everything by themselves. I find it funny because it's, yeah, they do rely, Moon Knight relies so heavily on the likes of Crawley and Marlene and Frenchie. Um, we'll be looking at a, an issue a bit later on in the week, Russell, and uh, I, I like this... Uh, um, rapport that Moon Knight has with Frenchie when they're when they're right in the in the um, the field of action, um, so it's really cool. So yeah, yeah. Moon Knight does does rely a lot, um, and yeah, I, I I guess the Shadow does the same. Interesting a lot with the guns. Um, you can't really there's only really one um, one outcome with someone who has guns, <laughs> right? Yeah. Unless he's a very good shot and maims everyone. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. guns are pretty. A pretty uh, final with what they want to do. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Well, we're hurtling towards our, our final final one. My number two, and look, listeners, a little bit of self indulgence. Um, again, it's just you know <laughs> when you pick these things. Um, my reasoning is again my love of the mythology. Um, so we've got Egypt, uh, Egyptian mythology. Um, excuse me, one sec. Mythology. Um, and over here, with the announcement, I can't wait, Russell. I'm going to pick it up hopefully today from my LCS. Uh, DC have released this um, 100 page um, uh, celebration of, of Asian superheroes, um, and it's an introduction of the Monkey Prince, which is apparently the son of the Monkey mm-hmm. King. Um, now, the Monkey yes. King, I love, love, love. Anyone that has uh, grown up and watched, uh, there was this show called Monkey. Uh, we had it in Australia a lot, it was rerun a lot, like um, on one channel. So. When I grew up, I, I, I you know, digested all. Of, I, not digested. I watched all of that. Um, have you have you watched uh, Monkey? Um, 
based I've not on, seen no, Monkey. You haven't? Oh, really no. cool. I mean, it's obviously very dated now, but um, it mm. still has... The, I like dated stuff. Yeah, it still has a charm and, and all that. Um, <clears throat> so for listeners, The Monkey King is basically from the Chinese mythology um, and the fables or the tales journey uh, journey to the West. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, pop culture-wise, you probably would have come across it with uh, Gorillaz. I think they released a um, a soundtrack based on Journey to the West, uh, which okay. is based on the monkey uh, monkey mythology. But anyway, the Monkey King, uh, and I'm assuming the Monkey Prince is the same. Massively powered, well, Russell, really cool. He, he's basically a god, um, a, a base off the monkey. He's very cheeky, um, super good, like in in fighting. Um, <clears throat> he can he can do stuff like he can pick. Um, I think either pick his nose hair or pick his chest hair. And he can blow on it and create duplicates of himself. Um, oh. He can he can fly on a cloud. Uh, he's got a, his own personal cloud, which he can fly and whisk around in. Um, he's super strong. He's had, like, a mountain. Uh, he was imprisoned by having a whole mountain, like, um, thrust on him. So he was imprisoned that way. Uh, but he, he still survived. Um, he's just really... And he ate... Um, he ate he, One of the, the reasons why he was chucked out of heaven, apparently, was that... He ate um, some of the immortal peaches or something from the the uh, immortal tree. So he's in fact immortal now as well. Um, very cool. Uh, he has a, a headband, which um, which was kind of like a, a vice that uh, a priest used because the gods bestowed it on on monkey to control him because he's just too uncontrollable. He you know he's very stubborn. Um, so he had this thing on his head. Uh, people will know in the TV show Tripitaka was a, the priest. And she would like start chanting a mantra uh, whenever Monkey was uh, unruly, and that band would like constrict on his head, cause him incredible pain. That was how to control Monkey. But anyway, he was is a fascinating character. Um, I'd love to see him go up against other gods. Um, so again, mm. I'd love to see him go up against Conchu. Uh, I'd love oh, to see yeah. what Mark or Moon Knight would think of him. He'd probably be on side with Monkey, I reckon, because he doesn't really like Conchu. Um, right. But yeah, I can see a lot of fun happening with that, so that's why I, I picked the Monkey King. I uh, I definitely think Ray that you should watch the original Dragon Ball because yes, yeah, um, Goku. Uh, obviously, they got away with that when they start to go into Dragon Ball Z. They get more of a sci-fi um, right. mix to it, but the original Dragon Ball, very based in mythology, heavily inspired by journey to the west yep goku is you know the monkey king in a lot of ways right. he's got a tail um he's got a power pole yes just like got the, the staff king. yeah yeah yeah. he he rides around on a cloud the oh Nimbus wow cloud Does is he? what it's called okay. so yeah and he's he's super strong wow. so um yeah um i can definitely see a, a team up between the monkey king and uh, or <laughs> i mean or the monkey prince yeah. and with uh moon knight um I just think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, I can imagine a lot of uh, quips between the two. Yeah, you know, making fun of each other. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like that pick. Uh, it's funny up as well. I mean, I haven't read it yet, uh, and by the time this comes out, maybe some listeners who would will pick up that hundred page extravaganza might. But it's funny because there was an article before. Apparently, the Monkey Prince thinks all superheroes are idiots so, so um, i'd love to see that dynamic as well because uh being a god and stuff 
the prince or god Ling, he he um seems to have no respect at all for these earthly superheroes. So that would be a nice little dynamic as well um to see that to see that work. Um but yeah. I, I I'm really glad. I mean, I definitely want to pick that up. Um mm. I feel like, you know, Asian culture is always not represented as much as it should mm. be, especially in American comics. Yeah. Um, same way with the, uh, I'm going to pick up the pride one that they're doing. The, uh, Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, mostly because, uh, Alan Scott has a story in that. And oh. I love that green lantern a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm all, I'm excited. I like the monkey prince sounds awesome. So I want to pick <laughs> that up for sure. Yeah. I'll definitely, um, I'm sure we'll exchange our thoughts on it. Uh, if you do get it and, um, I'll give it a good read as well. Monkey Prince podcast. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of his villains, um, but he has, doesn't seem to have a, an arch nemesis. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, I'm sure he does. It, it, like you've read further enough. I've only read the Penguin Club. I was t- talking to Connor the other day, just yesterday, about it, and I've only read the um, the Penguin Classics. Uh, it's it's a it's kind of like a truncated best of of the journey journey to the west uh, tales because there are hundreds of them um mm-hmm. but yeah re- really highly recommend it as well they're just fun tales and and it's kind of really if you got you know if you love comics and stuff it's it's rife rife with imagination like you know um so monkey there's pigsy um he's based off a a, a pig <laughs> um uh, there's so, goku goku has a pig friend. oh does he oh really yes oh so, like, well those guys are... to... oh okay i forgot to mention that goku when he's when he was little yeah. when he has its tail if he would see the moon yeah he would turn into basically king kong oh he cool. would he would grow and get like imagine king kong mixed with the wolf man you just get this goku it's, it's, it's it's going to be sounding more and more interesting to me now. I've, yes. I've, I've never touched <laughs> Dragon Ball at all, um, but I might, I might have to check it out. Um, yeah. Um, okay, Russell, you're number one then. Let's uh, let's see a drum roll, everybody, or who you th- reckon will be a good team up with Mr. Mark Spector. Well, that's a good question. Uh, uh, I'm going with Vic Sage. I'm going with The Question. Nice. Uh, the Question is such an intriguing character. Um, he's He's been portrayed differently depending on who's writing him. Yeah. My favorite is the Denny O'Neill, Dennis Cowan mm-hmm. run where he's very... Um, he embraces this kind of Zen um, way of life. Um, so he's like, you know, he's a detective. He's also in his in his day job. He's an investigative reporter. Mm. Um, but he he kind of adapts this Zen lifestyle after he gets his ass kicked, and um, he's kind of in some versions he's a conspiracy theorist i think the justice league cartoon did that one really well he's like a constant conspiracy theorist and um he was the inspiration for uh rorschach um i can see that kind of yeah but um because all of the watchman characters were charlton comic characters that they Uh, just reworked the names and um 
the Rorschach is obviously more of a psychopath than, than <laughs> the question is, and yeah. he's more of right wing leaning, whereas the question is more kind of just like he's a uh, he's a little he doesn't he's suspicious of everybody. Okay. Oh yeah, the conspiracy <laughs> theory. Conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Conspiracy theory. Um, yeah. He's a uh, he's a really cool character. A great hand to hand fighter. Okay. While also being a detective, later on it would get a little bit more supernatural with him, and um, eventually Renee Montoya would become the question. Right. But um, she was great too. Yeah. But um, I definitely, yeah, I think him and Moon Knight would have an interesting dynamic because, you know, Moon Knight's a little crazy, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I can see. Maybe the question can help Mark with that Zen lifestyle. He can try uh, to. Well, yeah, that, he that can. Be, yeah. He can try to like appease Mark's demons a little bit. Mm. Yeah, that'd yeah. be. Good. And you mentioned um, so his power sets ambiguous as well. Like he's just a good fighter. Yeah, he doesn't have powers. Yeah, um, he's just a street level guy. Um, but he is a good martial artist. Okay. He, he, was, could, he could be uh, injured. He could be... Yeah. Okay. He was he was trained by... Uh, well, he was trained by a few different people, but one of the people he was trained by was uh, Lady Shiva. Oh, who is, I've heard of her. She's like the best, she, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's <clears throat> the baddest assassin in the entire DC universe. So, yeah, wow. she's... Yeah. Even more so than like Deathstroke and all that. Yeah, like, wow. um, there's, I mean, it's pretty much common consensus that not even the Dark Knight could beat Lady oh, Shiva. okay. So. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, cool. I mean, yeah, the question's really good. Um, I think a good choice as well. I'm only starting to dip my toe into, into the character, but I do like what I, I see so far, and I, I certainly can see uh, some synergy there with Mark, uh, with Moon Knight. Um, again, like this whole noir side of things and and um, detective um, work, which is well, which is you don't see. I mean, it, it is funny. It is one of the aspects of Moon Knight uh, because he's got so many, right? But like more recently with with Mister Knight and stuff, he um, uh, he does kind of put that on Ooh, uh, a bit yeah. more. Yeah, that'd um, be the version I'd really like to see. Yeah, with the question. They're well, both they, dapper. They, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see. I can see. Um, Mr. Knight inviting the question into his limousine, like his large limousine with all his controls in there. Um, Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, Okay, well, my final one as well, just to cap it all off, Loonies, uh, I've gone for Valiant Comics, and I I really wanted to pick... I was going to pick Bloodshot, but um, because that would be kind of, you know, Merc kind of thing, but I I picked Spawn already. So I'm going to go for a a bit of a weird one. Um, Gil and a... Oh God, Gil Anapada, um, the Eternal Warrior. So yeah, very similar to uh, I guess the the best thing to like in it is um, Highlander, <laughs> just an immortal. Uh, uh, he's yeah. been around for ages. He's he's uh, fought. Like, so if you imagine someone that has fought slash trained, um, honed their skills for thousands and thousands of years, uh, he he's a really a, a, a killing machine. Um, very cool. If you ever get a chance of reading the the Valiant Wiki about his 
power set. It's really cool because it's Valiant have a little slight twist to say what Marvel do with describing stuff. Um, but basically, yeah, he's just super strong. Uh, he he can't die. If he does, I mean, you could obliterate him. You could technically like drop a bomb on him. Um, but he will be um, whisked away to, I wouldn't call it hell, it's probably like some sort of limbo, some dead side, um, part of the dead side, um, uh, in, in which case he just goes through the door again and he comes back out and uh, he's, he's he's back on Earth. Um, so he really unkillable. Um, yeah, he, he has a big role to uh, protect the Geomancer of, um, of Earth, which is uh, kind of like a... A representative of, of Mother Earth, um, so it's all about. He's all about. You know, he's a big. He's a big greenie. You know, he wants to. He wants to protect Earth. Um, I don't know. I think that um, it's a very tenuous connection with Moon Knight. <laughs> but I just. I just think that. Um, I don't know that he he and Moon Knight um, is similar to maybe being contrasted. They can. I mean, because he's not like. To me, he's not like cosmic, where it's absolutely disconnected, and you'd find a hard way to connect them. Um, he's very much, you know, um, he deals with a lot of kind of earthly stuff, um, and yeah, I, I just think I reckon he, as a kind of force of nature with with Moon Knight, can can cause some havoc. Um, yeah, other than that, because uh, he does have a lot of a. a, a he has ties, yeah, with, with the dead side and stuff. Um, um, yeah, but... Uh, I know all about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know, have you read uh, much of uh, Eternal Warrior as well? I've read some. I think I read the Book of Death, which was great. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, really um, yeah. yeah, the Eternal Warrior is protecting uh, Geomancer Tama, I think her name is. Oh, yes. And, she, and uh, she's from the future. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, he runs into Master Dark, who we just uh, yeah. talked about on Tomes of Evil. But, um, yeah, that's a great story because he literally kicks all the Valiant Heroes' ass. Like, yeah. one right, Ninjak, who is, you know how he's pretty, you know, power, yeah, powerful. Pretty wiry. Um, <laughs> yeah. He beats, um, what, is her, what is her name, Livewire? Livewire, um, yeah, she's, she's actually, I likened her to maybe storm she's quite powerful mm -hmm. like yeah and uh exo manowar he yeah. beats them all yeah so yeah he's he's tough he's kind of like like you said highlander kind of meets thor yeah not as probably not as powerful as thor no. but and you know it's kind of similar to immortal hulk you know they keeps going through yeah. the door every yeah. time he dies so. exactly that that is a yeah. funny comparison that's true like yeah. um this is really cool um i can't remember what what, uh, maybe it's the wrath of the eternal warrior, but um, it's actually a it's a real struggle for him to to go through the door. Like you know, he's got to traverse these planes of demons and stuff to get there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, he does every time. And uh, yeah, I just like the fact that it, it's probably one of those details that um, you know isn't talked about enough. But the fact that he has like these centuries and centuries of experience and skill. So like he's he's meant to be like your your consummate fighter. Like he's seen it all. He he knows exactly. So if if you come up, if you're an opponent and come up against him, like whatever you do, he's 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 seen it. He's been there, done that, and he knows how to kind of address it. Um, I, yeah. So I just like that. He's he's really proficient with what he does. Um, but yeah, yeah. Doesn't he have a brother? He uh, does. Ivar. 
Oh, he's got two Ivar brothers. Ivar Time Walker. Yeah, Ivar oh. the Time Walker, and his other brother is is Armstrong. Um, from Archer and Armstrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, three brothers. Yeah, um, yeah so they ah. apparently all went... No, this is all a bit hazy for me now. It's been ages. But apparently they all went through the boon, which was this um, portal or something which granted them um, immortality. I could be totally wrong there. But uh, that was uh, that was shown in early, I think, Archer and Armstrong. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's not... He loves his brother, uh, Armstrong, but they're very different. He's, Armstrong's very yeah. like, drunken and, you know, um, yeah. slovenly. And, <laughs> and he he has a connection to Exo, doesn't he? Like, didn't he know Exo? Oh, I, yeah. I think they probably yeah. crossed paths back in the centuries because yeah. Ex, Exo's traversed time as well. Um, right, yeah. So, Lots of time travel and bounty. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, just, yeah. uh, I, I like to stay in the year 4001 with, <laughs> with yeah. my boy, uh, yeah, Rye. Rye. But, he's, uh, he's, a, he's awesome. I love him as well. Yeah. Very good. Actually, that would have been good to, to put in the list <laughs> anyway. I just don't see how, the, maybe no. Moon Knight 2099, you yeah. know, but that's, yeah. that's you're right yeah that's a bit of a don't know how i mean like even eternal warrior is a bit of it but i just wanted to put it in there um, you know i didn't know until today this is a little bit off topic um phil brought this up on capes and lunatics is yeah. that in the amalgam universe mm-hmm. that moon knight was um fused with nightwing oh i think i came across a, a, an image of that but i don't know much about that at all Right, yeah. I thought, well, really, Nightwing, that's interesting, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's interesting, interesting stuff. Um, maybe he was worth, worth, that... worth teaming up with Midnight, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, that's like Phil's favorite character mm. mixed with with yeah. your favorite character. Oh, you that's... should do a show on that, but, <laughs> but, but, but I, I, I bet he's probably just like a cameo or something yeah yeah exactly exactly um for sure well well there you go listeners uh those are our our picks there russell that is um that's awesome uh, i hope actually um having this i know a lot of listeners obviously moon knight fans um but maybe this opened your opens your eyes to some other characters out there uh, maybe pique your interest go check them out um very cool indeed uh Russell, are you able to to join us a bit later in the week? We we have a, a review that I'd um, love to do. I, I think I can find the time. <laughs> Excellent I stuff. Think. Excellent stuff. Well, um, Russell, before we go as well, uh, just a final uh, a final shout out to Tomes of Evil. Anything else that you'd like to to share to the listeners? Um, uh, there's going to be a new sub series debuting, probably. A couple of weeks from now, uh, with uh, one of your co-hosts, yeah. Connor, uh, Connor from Last Sons of Krypton and the Iron Fist podcast, will be joining me for. I, I'm still working on the title, but I think this is the one. It's going to be Sanctimony of the Sith, and we're going to talk about uh, Sith Lord Star Wars comics. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I'm going to be the Dark Lord representative, and uh, <laughs> Connor's going to be the Jedi Knight representative, and we're going to we're going to talk about starting with uh, Marvel's Darth Vader, which was yes. one of my Isla Ra books. Yeah. So um, yeah, great stuff. 
Yeah. You're, um, um, that's a huge sand, sandbox to play in um, for the Star Wars yeah. villains. So uh, it sounds like a lot of fun for sure. Uh, listeners, definitely uh, check it out. Uh, we'll be plugging that as well uh, as it comes um, to fruition, those episodes. But in the meantime, for sure, check out Tomes of Evil. Um, oh, about- and uh, yeah. uh, I thought I'd show you guys my friend here for the video <laughs> oh, yes. uh, audience. This is uh, the Hobgoblin uh, mask, uh, Hobgoblin Historia. I have not forgotten about. It's been a while since I put one of those out, but it's been hard scheduling with uh, my co-host Dylan yeah. because he's a. Uh, not only is he a uh, he's a nine one one dispatcher. Wow. But he's also uh, a full time martial artist, so wow. he has very Jeez. little time. So, oh gosh, yeah. well, yeah. If you can catch him on the on the show, listeners, uh, well worth it. Uh, but yeah, hopefully we'll hear more of the Hobgoblin Historia uh, as your co-host becomes available. Yes. Um, well, uh, Russell, it's been awesome. It'd be great to catch you later in the week. And uh, Looney listeners, that will be a waxing crescent so up in the night sky. It will be a Lunapic Modern Run review. We'll be looking at Vengeance of the Moon Knight, issue 5 from 2010. Shock and awe, it's part 5. So um, that will be very interesting. Russell's pick, uh, I'm sure we'll get into it. It's um, it's, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool. I've, it's been a while since I've read it. I've forgotten how fun it is and, and how kind of cinematic. Yeah. But anyway, Russell, a big thank you and uh, catch you later in the week. Yes, I will. I will be here. Cool. Catch up. Loonies, you can contact us through various social platforms. You can drop us a line on email at itkmoonnight at gmail.com. We have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash itkmoonnight, and a Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash itkmoonnight. We are on Twitter. Our handle is at itkmoonnight, and we're on Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube to search for into the night a moon night podcast we're also on discord just search for the server into the night with a k please leave an itunes rating or review if you can it helps us reach other loonies out there too also if you have any feedback we also look to improve ourselves and the show finally we're on all good podcast catches apple podcast google play stitcher Spotify, iHeartRadio, also on PodCoin. Please check us out and share episodes with your friends. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.